We talked to Amanda today, and why should we talk to you on Monday? Poor thing got her car stolen. Mm-hmm. And over the weekend, she was going to have to drive to go pick it up. So we talked to her today. We also had a, a interesting discussion on AI. It did. It got it got scary. It did. And I'm But not- I believe that most people are on our side. Yes, uh, you won today's round of the feud and things that you do before you go to bed. And Trash Flash had somebody peeing in a sink. <laughs> uh, and it wasn't just me. All right, it's all coming up right now on the podcast. Kelly and Wood. Name something people do before going to bed. Ooh, let's <laughs> go. Right. That's what we have up today in this round of The Feud. And I think Kelly won last I week. I did win last week. Yeah. All right, well, let's do it. Well, now you start since Kelly won last week. Can I hear that question again, please? We asked 100 people. Name something people do before going to bed. And how many answers are on the board? There are five answers on the board. Okay, all right. Well, I think the first one is the easiest one. Brush your teeth. Ah, uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. And brush your teeth is the number one answer. Oh, yeah, that one will be on there. It's actually brush teeth, but, you know, brush your teeth, I'll, I'll accept. Dude, you know, like my kids, I'm like, seriously, do it, you little junk mouse. <laughs> yeah. It is wild to me how much they just don't want to do it. What is it with kids and not? I look forward to brushing my teeth. It's like a nice reset. I'm, your kids. What? <laughs> well, because, like, you've been eating all day long, and it's like, all right, let's reset for tomorrow morning. To be fair, if you're a kid, those teeth are going to fall out anyway. So, you know what? What the hell? Yeah, my teeth are going to fall out anyways, too. So, what the hell? Big deal. All right, here we go. All right, moving on. We asked 100 people, name something people do before going to bed. Four answers left on the board. (laughs) You know what's funny? I thought I'd have a lot, and I'm sitting here like, huh. (laughs) (laughs) Here, I got one. You know what? I'll go the religious route. Something Mm. you do before you go to bed, say your prayer. It's on my list. Ain't on this list. A lot of heathens y'all, out yeah, there. Yeah, y'all are going to hell anyway. A lot of so. heathens. It's going to be hot. I ain't worried about y'all. You're going to go to hell with no teeth. All right, here we go. We <laughs> asked 100 people, name something people do before going to bed. Uh, All right. How about this one? There's no better feeling than getting into clean sheets fresh out the shower. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say shower. It's on the list. Yes, it is. Take a shower on the list. That's uh, the number four answer on Watch the list. that undercarriage, man. You can't be dragging that into bed with you. <laughs> it does cheese. feel nice. Yeah. All right. Come on, Kelly. Dang Here it. we go. One strike against you. We asked 100 people, name something people do before going to bed. I, we're not that kind of show. Oh, come on. No. But I'm going to say... <laughs> No? <laughs> the beast with two look, backs. Look, look, uh, Kelly. We're not, we're Kelly, not that kind of, we never, as, a, as a host of the show, yeah. I would highly recommend probably not saying what you're going to say. Okay. Ooh, making Whoopi not Wait, on the list. I was going to say making Whoopi, but I, if you're... Okay. Look, okay, ain't going to the, this? we're going to the rodeo ain't on this list. Okay. Well, thank you. I guess I get a free freebie then. There you go. Well, I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to get you a How about this? second win. How about this? Have a snack. <laughs> What can you do before bed? You make you, whoopee, you have a little snack. You have a cup of milk. <laughs> what are you walking? You can lead a horse to water. Say, you can't force him to drink. I was going to say a warm cup of milk, but I was like, does anybody actually do that? No. You have your sleepy time tea. I do have sleepy time tea. Dude, those give me the most lucid dreams of all time. What's that? Sleepy time the, teas? Yeah. yeah. Melatonin does it for me. Oh, my God. Because you take God. too much. I've told you that a million times. You don't know what I'm doing You're supposed to there. take a half a milligram. That's it. One time, uh, I was at a buddy's house, and he gave me... I was like, I got to get up early for work. He goes, here, have some of these. He handed me a handful of gummies, which I thought were gummy bears. Yeah. They were all melatonin. There was like nine of them. Oh, yeah. That's oh, man. I was out from. cold. I was drooling everywhere. I was out. It was bad. Was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was deep. But anyways. So, wait. So, Kelly's out. He's got two strikes. I have none. Yeah, you have none. I I got like nothing. Can I hear the question again, please? (laughs) We asked 100 people. Name something people do before going to bed. Uh, How about this? Read. Oh, that's a good good one. Dang it. According to my nerdy wife. Yeah, that's on the list. Dang Dang it. it. 
Now, on my side, I'd have said watch TV. It's also on the list. Hey, now! It's also on the list. So there's one left, One right? left. Now, I think I guess this my would, house is a little different. <laughs> <laughs> this would be just uh, probably like me, but I set my clothes out for the next day. Not on the list. Ah, Not on the list. Yeah. Uh, there's I, one more. There's one more that I don't think anyone really does anymore, but it makes sense that it's on the list. Have a nightcap. No, it's not on the list. You know, one thing my wife does that I absolutely love, she like picks up the entire house. Every morning when I come out for work, the house is cleaned up. So I'm going to say, clean the house. Put it on the barn. No, that's... (laughs) My wife does the same thing. She'll do all the dishes. Yeah. yeah, It's a nice feeling to wake up to a clean house. It is. No, but no, that's not on the list. So neither of you have another guess. I don't. You heard my first few. Yeah, they were were spot on. (laughs) I mean, I am cleaned up. No whoopee. Making a little reading. Not saying prayers. Yeah. Uh, Here we go. We asked 100 people, name something people do before going to bed. Number one, answer, brush your teeth. Number two, read a book. Number three, watch TV. Number four, take a shower. Say I love you. Not on the list. Number no. <laughs> number five, final set the alarm. Oh, uh, no. See that I don't. I already have mine set. set. Yeah. yeah, I have mine set for the week on my phone, and then it just keeps going off at the same time. I, I would love to know if someone's listening right now. Text in. Do you still have an alarm clock, like an actual alarm clock? You reach out and hit. I almost bought one. I was at Savers, and I found one, and I was going to buy it, but I did. I bought my wife one because she she leaves a ringer on at night because she's afraid that her alarm isn't going to go off. So all night long, and she's like, "Bing, what's it do? Like her alarm, her alarm's going off, and I'm like. Shut your ringer off. And then she's like, well, I'm afraid because then what if my alarm doesn't go off? They're, I'm like, alarm, they're not connected. Yeah, your alarm still goes up. So I bought her an alarm clock. Does she use it? No, of course not. There's a certain group of people I can't stand. It's the ones that set an alarm like one minute apart. Oh, so yeah. if they set up at like 7 and then 7.01, 7.04, and then 7.07, just get up at 7. That's exactly. bad for your health, too. We've learned that that's bad for your health. Don't snooze. Just oh. get up your first oh. time, and you'll be amazed at how easier it that's just That's scientific. Gets. That's it. All right. Well, I lost this one fast. <laughs> but what gets the win today in this round of The Feud? I knew the reason I couldn't get abs was genetic. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. I saw the twinkling of an ab about three years ago Oh, when I got down to my lowest weight ever. And I saw one pop out and then it went right away as soon as I had a grain of salt. Ah, dang. Well, Wood, it's genetic why you can't have abs. And here's the thing. We always say, oh, I want that six pack. Mm -hmm. Do you know that some people can have an eight pack or even a ten pack of abs? Mm-hmm. It's a, you knew this already? Yeah, I have it. No, Which, please. Dude, you got a keg. You don't have a six-pack. <laughs> I remember Man Me Camper. There was no abs See, in that you, thing. you had the wrong light. Once the light hits it right, mm. eight-pack. You got that sack of wine that's inside the box. That's what you got. <laughs> oh. The number of abs you can achieve is actually genetically predetermined and depends on the number of fascia bands that you were born with. And some people, no matter how hard they work out or what they do, will never be able to achieve visible abs. Because it's all predetermined at your birth. So if you got dad bod, don't worry about it. It's not your fault. It was it was predetermined at your birth. Now, can you tell? Well, I don't know. Have you ever seen your abs? Well, I'm sure at some point in time there before pizza rolls kind of came around <laughs> my life. But you, were, you were a fetus at the time. But. I mean, I was always a husky kid, but right. you know, some, my brother right. works out all the time. I have no idea if he has abs. Let's get him on the horn. Now, is it the same thing? Like, if we share, like... Lineage, or is it different from person to person? It can be different from person to person. Okay. It all depends on how many fascia bands that you're born with. 
Arnold Schwarzenegger, for example, can only have a four-pack. He can't even have a six-pack because of the amount of fascia brands, bands he was born with. Mm-hmm. But he's definitely got some abs, right? We can I, all we can all agree on this. I guess mm-hmm. don't know don't know him that well, but well, you've seen his. I've seen, seen his Conan movie. the Barbarian. So mm-hmm. yeah. Or what yeah. about that movie that was just called Arnold, where it was like about his weightlifting journey? That was like a documentary, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Narrated by somebody else. It was really weird. Actually. Does it matter if you take steroids or not? I'm sure that has something to do with it. So like, can I gain fascia bands? Because that alters your genetics, then. No. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, honestly, though, a lot of guys who take steroids still don't have six-pack abs. Like, a lot of times, they just get a swollen belly. Yeah. Like I just read about that yesterday. Guy. What's that? I just read about that yesterday, the swollen belly that people get from steroids. Yeah. And it's almost like a balloon, and then they, when they lose it, it just kind of weirdly deflates. Yeah. Well, is it that, was that Liver King guy that was right. running around and selling all sorts of things, and it came out that, oh, yeah, he definitely He's totally steroids. doing steroids. You can, I, I, That's why they say you can tell. They, they say you can tell by the triceps, because the triceps are always crazy. Crazy swollen, and the stomach is swollen. When I was a bouncer, I had a couple of guys working for me that were absolutely, and they were like quite open with it. Roiding out, yeah. And I mean, I'm telling you, if you've ever been around somebody that snaps on that kind of stuff, yeah, it it's pretty freaking scary. Do you think as you get older, you'd be able to handle it better? Like, say, someone my age, if I started doing steroids now, well, do mean, you think because you get a calmer disposition as you get older, you'd be able to handle it better? I I, I don't think so. I think it's messes you up and what it's it, all different like you know like go back and like ben johnson was the first person i ever heard of doing steroids back in like the was it the 1988 olympics that was like horse stuff right now it's different not and i don't think still it's not any of it's good could you <laughs> save the email to my boss could you microdose steroids no like if i don't want to go on a full <laughs> steroid regimen but i want to get a little i'm serious i want to get a little cut <laughs> well could i microdose steroids? Have, isn't it testosterone replacement therapy isn't that like the, yeah there's the thing? people that can actually get that stuff if you you know, you go to the doctor. Some sort of thyroid issue or whatnot. Like they, they can actually su- prescribe you testosterone. What about the steroids they give you when you have like a swollen joint or something? Is that the same? No, that's totally different. Oh, that's anti-inflammatory. Actually, this is three guys that have maybe gone to the gym once combined in fifteen <laughs> years talking about muscles and actually <laughs> took a wrong turn to get in there. I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna join a gym. This winter? No, you're not. I'm gonna see if I, I'm gonna see how many fascia bands I have. Yeah, that's up there in pro, pro prediction corner next to Kelly thinks Barbie movie's gonna flop. <laughs> and, and I'm gonna see about microdosing steroids. You're gonna be the first guy in history to microdose. Wow, your right arm is huge. Yeah, I know. It's, I'm microdosing right now. That has nothing to do with steroids, though. <laughs> Well, we're not that kind of Don't show. Don't end Friday like Class that, dude. Come on. Class it up. Maybe you didn't find this one interesting. I really did, because I thought that everybody could just get six-pack abs. Some people can do four. Some people can do ten. A lot of it's illegal, too, that we were just kind of Yes, it was. A lot of illegal mm-hmm. talk on the air today. Yeah. But maybe you didn't find it interesting. I really did. And uh, you know what? Uh, if you didn't like it, another one will be coming your way on Monday. You <laughs> might not like that one either, but sometimes... Kelly and Wood. All right, Wood. What's freaking you out? All right, so yesterday... Football was on. Your Christmas. Exactly, man. And I sit down and I watch football. Now, with sports, I just sit through commercials. All right. right. Got to do what you got to do. Well, plus you might have to get up to go to the bathroom, whatever. So there was a commercial and it starts talking and it's just a, looks like a woman sitting with a black backdrop talking about food shortages. Okay. Now, very important topic. Whatever. I'm. I, but there's something off about the woman. And like I'm trying to figure out what it is as she's talking about all this, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's all there is. There's no you know, whiz bangs or anything else going on in the commercial. It's just her 
talking into the camera. Right. But her, like her face is kind of slowly changing. And it's freaking me out a little bit. Yes. And about 15, 20 seconds in the commercial, whatever it is, this woman is, says, I am an AI representation of people facing food shortages. Oh, boy. Now, again, very important message. It, right? it obviously got my attention. I actually listened to the spot. Yeah. But it freaked me out so much because this woman, if her face wasn't like slightly morphing while she was talking, A, it looked like something out of a freaky movie. Yeah. I wouldn't have known that this was a complete AI made up robot, never existed human being. Oh, I hate that so much. Talking to me. Hey, remember we talked about this thing called Uncanny Valley? It's like where your brain knows that something isn't human, but it looks human, so it makes you super uneasy. Like our brains, you maybe would have figured it out sooner, or maybe not. Maybe you wouldn't have figured it out sooner. I don't know. But there's like a thing called, un- we talked about this, and maybe it's just me one time. It's called Uncanny Valley, and it's a, it's a thing where we know something isn't human, and it, it makes us really uneasy. I think because... That that Christmas movie with Tom Hanks, where they're on that uh, train. It's like oh, a cartoon, yeah. but the cartoons are like so good, they the, almost look real. The Polar Express. It freaks me out. Yeah. But this but was so much further advanced. You couldn't even tell that it wasn't real. It, I, I'm telling you, her face was changing, and I was still like, is that just like a special effect? Yeah. And then, no, it was all made up with AI. I hate this so much. I started Can- yelling at Andrea. Your wife? Yeah, she's up in the kitchen. What did she do? I just, get down here. (laughs) What do you want? And I I told her, I said, look at this. That is an AI creation. So? (laughs) How does this not upset you? You know, and uh, it it almost blew my mind, A, that this thing was AI, and then A, she didn't care about it. I, I said to her, think of, if they can do this to tell us about food shortage, what what else could they do with this? Right. Well, they, well, they, Let's 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 explore this space for a second, please. Will they even need actors to be in movies anymore? Well, so it, or will they just do AI? Like here's Tom Cruise in Top Gun Maverick two, but he's not actually in it. It's funny you bring that up, but that is a big part of like this actor strike going on in Hollywood is because the you know whatever like the big movie companies were saying we can just go back and take your face. Like if for instance Tom Cruise, yeah, we'll go back and grab your face in Risky Business. And play 25-year-old Tom Cruise in a new movie. Yeah. And we don't have to pay you because we own the rights to that movie. Oh, my gosh. And honestly, I'm a... Trust me, I am not on Hollywood's side on anything. But that's BS. Man, this is making me sick to my stomach. And the other thing is, like, what if you're just out and about? Like, if you're in public, it's free right to film you, right? Yeah. Well, what if they just grab your face and then put you on something else? Next thing, you're advertising for vitamins or something. Or even worse, what if they put you on something bad? Right. You know, like, we always like to think the, you know, we like to think the best of people. But what if they put you on some sort of video demanding money? And boom, the cops kick in your door because you're on camera telling, you know, hey, you'll do something for money. Uh, To me, I told Andrew, I said, this has got to stop. Period, point blank. (laughs) Yank the cord, whatever we got to do. This train needs, you're just a conspiracy theory. Go put on your tinfoil hat. Oh, boy. Oh, woman. (laughs) When the robots come to get you, I won't care. You know, my wife actually made me an aluminum foil hat because of all my conspiracy theories. I got one. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everybody laughs until you can't read this mind. Right, yeah. I got to keep these thoughts safe. These, These can't be out in the world. Freaked me out to my absolute inner core, and it, it, 
I, I think there are people a lot like my wife who just say, ah, I don't care. It's not a big deal. Oh, man. I, it scares the heck out of me. I, and maybe I'm being, and that's what I'm saying. Am I being an alarmist that I'm worried about it? Heck, heck no. That's what I'm thinking. I, I, I'm I, I'm with you. But the fact that you and I get together, we just get each I other know. all gassed up. <laughs> I say we get us a compound yeah. somewhere in the middle of nowhere, and we broadcast from there only conspiracy theory shows from here on out. We walk out of this studio at 10.05 every morning, and everyone's out to get us. <laughs> What goes on in that studio? Well, here, let, oh, Michaela but, just texted in. This is a similar to a new episode of Black Mirror. That's why the show Black Mirror freaks me out so much. Because it's sci-fi, but it's so close to reality that you can easily make the jump into seeing it. Ah! Go this, back. This isn't a fun Friday show, man. Not anymore. Go back 30 years. Things that we just made up in TVs yeah. and movies that were just, oh, it's, are real. They're oh. real as can be now. The movie Wally. It's happening right before our very eyes. Whew. All right, you're not alone in this. Well, there's calls and texts coming in. Maybe we need to cool it out for a hot second. Please. Here. All right, what what do you think? What is your take, brother? I think as long as we are mad aware that it's, in fact, AI and not the actual person, then it's fine. I mean, yeah, like, but like that commercial yeah. said it was AI. Otherwise, yeah. See, I, the, the scary part to me is it's hard to tell, and sometimes then you just don't know, is this AI or isn't it? I just don't like being tricked into thinking that it's a real person when it's not. If I know that I'm interacting with AI, then I have no problem with it. Oh, God, I didn't even think about interacting. <laughs> that's, that's how Skynet becomes aware. <laughs> uh, we got other people that want to chime in on this AI stuff. Yeah, are you like my wife? You just don't care, whatever. Are you like me? Hyper freaked out about all this. <laughs> all right, let's get to these calls and texts next. Kelly and Wood. Is it time to move to a compound where no one can find us with AI taking over the world? Wood saw a commercial that was all AI that freaked him out. What do you think? It's a really scary concept. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, when you really dive deep and go down a wormhole, it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Very reminiscent of a horror sci-fi movie where robots take over. Well, it's not sci-fi anymore. Terminator <laughs> 2 is now practically a documentary. I really hope that AI doesn't try to attack in the future or outsmart us humans. Well, right. no, now you said it. You know it hurts you just now, right? Yeah. All right. Thank Feed you. the monster. Thank you for the call anyway. Oh, man. We got uh, some text coming in, too. Uh, yeah. How about Amy? She says, imagine all the lost jobs with AI. They can literally create new people, not pay a cent. Dude, they could do that with us easy. We've been on the air together for five years. We've said every word. Mm-hmm. All they would have to do is be like, all right, we're going to type up the Kelly and Wood show. Yeah. And that's it. Kelly cries. Right. Kelly oh, there's drinks. plenty of footage or plenty of tape of me crying. Wood laughs at him. <laughs> Kelly names all the members of NSYNC. Kelly and Wood. I guess it could. Again, we're giving it ideas. I know. Uh, other people texting in here. Jesse says, I am with you guys. Please let me into your compound. I don't know, Jesse. Do you get an aluminum foil hat? <laughs> X-rayer. Make sure she's really a person. Uh, how about this one? My father-in-law would fit in perfectly with you guys. He has a tin foil hat at home. It says the Wi-Fi signal gives him a headache. He has a million different conspiracy theories. Hey. You may not be wrong. You know, there's a theory that because there's so many radio waves running through our brains right now because of cell phone towers and everything else, that that's why people, that's why the world is so crazy right now. I, I, I don't like this, dude. I don't like, I don't like talking about this stuff. Uh, Kim texted in and says, I recently discovered that there are apps out there that is my AI girlfriend. No, 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 what, no. Oh my God. I just thought of something else. Hit me. What about. Like, say for the guy, we always talk about the make fun of the guy who lives in his mom's basement or whatever. Mm -hmm. He could have an AI girlfriend now and never leave the basement. Never see the sun. Order his groceries. 
I'm more worried as a parent. Like, yeah, my yeah. kids, you guys got to get out. Can you imagine? Ugh. We, we've we've opened up Pandora's box here, and and that's the scary part about it is, man, it's it's limitless when it comes down to it. Like, all right, they start off with oh, super easy things, this, that, and the other, and then it's so hard to put the genie back in the bottle. <sighs> we've gone too far. <sighs> Hello, I'm definitely not with the AI stuff. It's all kind of really sketchy, you know, like using people's faces in perpetuity like it's, it's all crazy so i'm i'm not i'm not with it and i'm scared to even post my face who knows i'm i could be and i could end up on the tv somewhere not getting paid and my face just shows up you know and i don't I think about that <laughs> i don't want to make this more <laughs> i don't want to make this more scary than it already is but we're at the very early stages of ai too and it's already creepy it's it's terrifying like i saw that thing the other day that uh, criminals can now steal your password because with AI, they can memorize your keystroke movements and memorize passwords. Like, AI can figure out your password on your phone or whatever. And we're just That's getting it. started. It's just the beginning. The, the other thing that freaks me out is how are we going to know if someone on TV is actually the person? I, I can't do this, Wood. You know, I went out. Honestly, Terminator 2 showed us. We should have armed up and taken the robots down years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what's next with Kelly and Wood. <laughs> Boy, Terminator 2 is getting a lot of references today. Hey, you you joke, but man, we know about it, right? Look at what Nick texted. You know what, dude? We're not alone in thinking this. Look at what Nick texted in. What if what if the Terminator was actually a documentary written by time travelers? Whoa! Well, then what, what happened with Terminator 3? That movie just sucked. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. You know it is. Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score and put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to Florida! Texas, my friend! Southwestern trash. Oh, my. Well, that's where we have ourselves a gentleman, 41-year-old Frank Kim. Now, Frank, I should mention here, lives with mom and his brother. Okay. Now, Frank is at home, and he's doing chores. All right? Okay. In fact, he is cleaning up the restroom. All right? Doing everything, cleaning up the whole bathroom. When his brother walked in, and he said, hey, I got to use the bathroom. Frank said, what do you want to do? Wait. I'm, what do you want me to do? I'm cleaning this, all right? Yeah. Give take, me a, just give me a hot second. Take a lap, all right? Well, the brother barely didn't want to take a lap. And in fact, said, you need to get out or this is going to happen right here and now. The two brothers began to a verbal argument when the one brother then decided, fine, you don't want me to leave? I'll pee right here. Nah, not that side. Oh. He then peed in the sink. That sent Frank Kim off. That's when the two <laughs> brothers then got into a escalated argument. Like I just cleaned that. Now, I would hope he would wait, and he's not, you know, flopping around there. The two brothers then began throwing various household items at one another, including a speaker. <laughs> now, at some point in time, Frank says he felt in danger of his life. That's when he pulled out a firearm and said, you want to try that again? You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. No pun intended. The brother then fled the house and called 911. When authorities got there, sure enough, Frank was still inside the house and the bathroom looked real nice outside of the sink. Mom 
Dimed Frank out, though. Said, mom yeah. was there this whole time? Oh, yeah. Mom was there. You know she's probably saying, can you guys knock it off? Yeah. I'm watching my stories. Well, authorities got the full story and believed, well, Frank wasn't as uh, innocent as he said. Mom said, no, I don't think he was in fear of his life. He grabbed his gun, cocked it, and started pointing it around. Authorities believed her. She took him to jail. Now he is facing charges, including aggravated assault with a firearm. Lock him up. Mm-hmm. Wait, who pulled the gun? The brother who was cleaning the bathroom? Yes. Or the one that... Okay, I almost get that, though. Like, you know, you put all that... Cleaning the bathroom is the worst chore of the of the home. It's not good. And to get it all clean, and then your brother comes and takes a whiz in the sink, that's just downright disrespectful. And it's gross. And yeah, very gross. Brush my teeth there, man. Wash Yeah. Wash my face in that. Mm-hmm. All right, let's give this one a score, shall we, Wood? Please. How old were these cats? Uh, Frank is 41. No word on the other guy. Okay, still living at home with mom in your 40s. Hey, you know what? If you fall on hard times, it happens. Actually, I did it for and, a little while. And maybe mom's living with them. We don't know. Okay, fine. I won't give it any points then. All right. You want to be like that? Be like that. All right, but then, but then we also have... Peeing in the sink. Peeing in the sink. That's, That's trash. super trash. You know, I've done it in the utility sink before. Like, because we only have two bathrooms in the house. Gross. And sometimes, well, it's the utility sink. It's meant for utilities. Not that utility, my friend. <laughs> and sometimes my kids will take forever in the bathroom, and we only have two bathrooms. So sometimes you got to, it's all drains. It's called an eviction, kids. Get out. Oh, man, it's all drains. It all goes to the same place. Okay. And the utility sink has the shortest path to the street. Whatever you got to tell yourself, man. So peeing in the sink, though, is trashy. Oh, and yeah. every time I'm doing it, I feel trashy. Mm-hmm. I'll give that 175 points. I like how it was once, and now it's like, yeah, everything. You know, every it's happened uh, maybe a, a baker's dozen. Day. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, 175 for peeing in the sink. Mm-hmm. Um, get in a fight with your brother because you were clean. Just getting in a fight with your brother over a clean bathroom is just trashy. All right. I'll give that 150 points right there. Pulling out a gun in the fight. which. That's- Oh, wait, throwing a speaker at throwing somebody. Throwing a speaker's trashy. That's 150 points. And then pulling the gun out on somebody. Escalating so quickly. That's going to get you another 175 points. Feel free to shoot me down on this one. But having speakers not attached to anything, like a wall mount or something. No, nah, man, what about a Bluetooth? Okay, maybe it was. I was thinking maybe like a, a desktop speaker. Nah, it's a Bluetooth is what I'm picturing. Got the speaker wire flowing behind it. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna give that one points. So you've right. been. You've been overruled on that one. Uh, and then we have. Um, well, is that it? Then they well, were. Well, he got arrested. arrested. Okay. How about? Can we get a few points when your mom dimes you out to the cops? That's messed up. Yeah. Because that means she's fed up with you. She's had it. 150 points on that mm. right there. All right, we got ourselves a dang good score here, Wood, for a Friday afternoon, or Friday morning. Come on. Today, our gentleman living with mom, cleaning the bathroom, shooting at each other, earns themselves a whopping 875 points. Kelly and Wood. Why should we talk to you on Monday is when someone has something big going on over the weekend, so they call us up, they loop us into it, and we all get to be a part of it. And that is why we find Amanda on the phone with us this morning. Amanda, what's going on? Why should we talk to you on Monday? Hey, good morning, guys. Um, because I had my car stolen a couple weeks ago. Oh, and, my gosh. Um, yeah, it's, it's been a real pain in the butt. Um, but, yeah, I went to a concert over in the Twin Cities, and in a concert, my car was stolen. Oh, my um, gosh. So, yeah, I've been you know working with insurance and all that stuff. But yesterday... I got a call, a call that my car was found over in Missouri. So, hey, oh, oh, Missouri. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, 
That's okay. a poke. Now I'm not sure what I'm going to find, but I'm supposed to go to Missouri Road Trip and uh, go get it. Okay. So they said it's not in. It's not like really damaged. It's not in bad shape. It was just taken. So I'm going to go find out what I've still got. So do you make it yeah. down to the Twin Cities often? Uh, no, really not. Not that often. Okay. Um, just for you know concerts here and there, or you know baseball game or something just yeah. you know more like fun outing stuff so yeah well not anymore now you get your car jacked yeah. I, a, yeah exactly it's gonna be a while again yeah that's what i was gonna say is this kind of soured you on the idea of going down in the twin cities um a little bit yeah i don't blame just, you like it's been it, it's turned out to be uh way more expensive than uh I had budgeted for the concert. Let's right, say. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess I never thought about this. Like, if your car does get stolen, they get found. I mean, you got to go get your car. I mean, the Missouri. That's got to be a decent drive. I mean, that's at least a full day's worth of a trip. This sucks. Exactly, it sucks. And um, so I've got to, you know, have someone else, you know, get me there and you know, pay for their lunch at least. Um, and their gas on the way back, and my own gas on the way back, and and who knows? I mean, they said it's they said it's in intact. Man, what a pain! What, what a yeah. pain that you just want to go see a show, and now you have to drive to Missouri on your weekend off to go pick up a stolen. Yeah. Oh my gosh, what a pain in the butt! Now, we do have a text. They're texting, and they say hey, check your insurance policy because they actually may cover the cost. Oh, of like a rental car for you to drive down there and other things. So I, again, I don't know. Want to get into insurance talk and all yeah. that, but I mean, because I, I that's, that's what drive me nuts. You got to pay for the gas to drive down there, you know? Yeah, and and it's just and plus my time. I mean, because you know, like school's starting back up, so that means like all the sports are starting back up, and I'm going to miss it's just. It was going to be a busy weekend, and mm-hmm. so now I've got to just like, okay, y'all take care of my kids, and sorry I can't go to my niece and nephew's things either, so blah. Is it a nice car? It's annoying. I mean, I-, I liked it. It was, yeah, I loved actually my little car. Um, okay. So like, it wasn't that little. It was a, do you want to know? Does it matter? Do you want to know? Well, I, I just, I'm just trying to gauge, you know. Right. Oh, so I'll just tell you this. Kelly Jordan's thinking, hey, you could have gotten out of your car and gotten yourself a new one. <laughs> Well, you would think, but I mean, it was I. It was paid off two years ago, and I loved my car, and it had low mileage. And so, if I were ever going to sell it, I was going to get a sweet deal out of it. And now it's like, okay, well, I, I hope that it's in good condition, and okay. when it comes back to me. But I yeah. mean, game respects game yeah, on this one. Yeah, we'll we'll just have to find out. I don't know, man. Dang. Well. This is definitely a first for Why Should We Talk To You on Monday. This may be the most unique one we've ever had. Yeah, someone going to recover some stolen merchandise. Jeez. Yeah. All right. Well, what we'll do, and we'll we'll be definitely hoping that your car is in good shape when Mm -hmm. you show up. Um, But what we'll do is we will call you the same time on Monday, and we'll find out how did it go driving to Missouri to pick up your stolen car that got stolen from the Twin Cities, okay? Okay. Perfect. Thanks. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our first break of the morning. Uh, something from yesterday's show offended me. We had to address that right away. And we also talked about hanging up on people on the phone. Like, do kids have no phone etiquette anymore? And why mom all for it? Yeah. Uh, it's all coming up right now. We call it our bonus track. It's our first break of the morning. Kelly and Wood. We are Kelly and Wood. Yes, we come on the air a little loud, but dang it. 
got to celebrate every day, man. Have to. There's a lot of people that were here yesterday, not here today, my friend. Jeez, man. Hey, I'm coming in hot. I'm, I'm, I'm philosophizing and everything. That's heavy. Hey, man, can I say something real quick? <laughs> Why not? It's our Th- show. This clip that we just played before the show starts, mm-hmm. right? Just a few quick clips of the show. It helps us reset everything and whatever. Mm-hmm. The end part of that, mm-hmm. where you say, like, she asked, what does Kelly look like? And I say the most generic white guy. And then you said, one of the employees here was asked, what does Kelly look like? Mm-hmm. And she said, like a dad. Yeah. And, and that hurt. Why? As I thought about Now, listen, I love being a dad. Dad's the best job in the world. Best thing that ever happened to me are my children, mm-hmm. right? But, okay, think about it this way. If I was a woman, which I'm very close. I was about to say. What? what how would it feel if a woman was told... Well, what does she look like? Well, she looks like a mom. No, no woman would want to hear that. I don't know. I don't. I don't think that is a, a negative thing. It hurt my feelings. I don't. I don't have a dad bod anymore. I used to. True. I used to have a nice gut and everything else. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Livia, I lost forty pounds. Don't have a dad bod anymore. Now my hair's thinning a little bit. Okay, it's mm-hmm. been doing that for twenty years. It's retreating like the South in the Civil War. Speaking from a guy who hasn't hair since he was eighteen. Yes. Why do you hurt? Uh, Okay, I own one pair of New Balance, but just because they're a dang good pair of shoes. And they're comfortable. They have, they've actually gotten much more attractive. Now, if you're wearing right. the Air Monarchs like my dad, <laughs> I can't help you. That is the old man's New Balance. He loves them, too. I got a pair of New Balance that were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. The best pair of shoes I own. There you go. So, what is it about me that looks dad? Because I'm old? No, I think it's your general demeanor. Like, when you pull out your phone, you have to squint and lean your head back. Well, okay, my vision is failing me. That's a dad thing, you know? Uh, <laughs> and you're, like, always trying to enlarge the zoom when you have your phone in your hand. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. But that's okay. <laughs> and I, hey, be proud of that, dude. There's there's it, nothing wrong with that. It influenced my decision this morning. Because I was like, all right, what what can I put on today to go to this golf tournament that won't make me look like a dad? I look no, don't even look. I look like a dad. I was gonna say you missed. All my clothes are dad clothes. <laughs> I was like, do I have like maybe something like you know something hardcore I can put on? You know, yeah. make me look like I'm from the streets or like one of those uh, funny t-shirts. Yeah, you know, damn seagulls. Yeah, or you know, my wife says I have two flaws. I don't listen <laughs> and something else. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's better than a shirt with a saying. Yeah. On it. My daughter and my money both go to college. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm putting those shirts away. Uh, <laughs> by the way, I only say that because uh, my dad has both of those shirts. <laughs> the Goodwill's got a couple new T-shirts coming their way this oh, afternoon. Yeah. Um, I just it, it, it influenced my decision this morning in my clothes, and I was like, well, I got to I got to dance with the girl that brung me, and if that's looking like a dad, then that's looking like a dad. Michelle texts and says, "Hey, you're thinking of a bad. What about maybe she's saying that you look put together and mature? That's but that's not true either, and we know that. I don't know about you that. and I know that would. Well, we do, but you know." She doesn't. I guess maybe to somebody really young, I maybe look like I have my life all together. I think so. But as you age with me, you're like, wow, is he ever going to get this thing on the tracks here? Look at it here. You got a house. I sure do. You got a family in that house. I do. Your family's got insurance. Your family's got food. They got cars that work. Hey, brother, you're doing a hell of a job. And I got a pair of New Balance. And so, yeah, I, I take dad as a badge of honor. All right. Maybe I need more tattoos. Maybe that's what it is. There you go. Something. Get yourself a visible one. Right. Not one that's a pink ribbon underneath my shirt. Yeah, that only you in your bathroom mirror see. (laughs) Let something really (laughs) let it go. Either way, it just, it bugged me. Mm. I I just, I don't know, just like I said, no woman would want to be called, oh, she looks like a mom. I don't want to be called, oh, he looks like a dad. 
Because I'm picturing my dad. You know, I can see that with the with the dunk with the you know Wrangler jeans on, flannel button up shirt. Hey, but you know what? Shame on us for thinking that's a bad thing. You know what I mean? Man, you could be right. You could be right on that. In today's day and age, where you're sticking around, you're raising a family, you're doing the right thing. Hell, man, I think dad is about as good a compliment as you can possibly get. You just changed my mind. Exactly. You know, I'm proud of this outfit I put together. This ensemble I put I don't together. Know if I'm going that far. I'm just saying. It don't get more dad than some khaki shorts and a black t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that says Kelly and Wood. <laughs> Does have a saying on it? That's me, everybody. Uh, anyway, that just all right. You've changed my mind. Sir. There we go. I, I got to embrace it because mm-hmm. I'm not getting any younger. That's for dang sure. It's the only thing you can do. But you know, can I say? Can I bring something up about teenage kids? Please. May I? Mm-hmm. May I have? I'm sorry. I'm dominating this first break. Today, well, you're the one with the teenager. I am. Do and, and I would like parents to text in who have a teenage son and or daughter. Three two zero six five six nine four five three. Do you? Do they have, just have no phone etiquette whatsoever? Yesterday, I'm talking to my daughter because I'm like, "All right, hey, I'm leaving work. I'll be home in about an hour. Do you need anything from the store? Whatever, whatever." And I looked down. I'm like, "Well, she's not even on the phone anymore." Ah, disconnected, huh? No, I'm like, "Well, when did that? Like, how much have I said?" And she hasn't been there. Hmm. So I call her back, and I'm like, "Presley, I was like, did your phone disconnect?" She's like, "No, I hung up." Oh, I was like, why? And she goes, well, I, I thought we were done talking. I was like, so you don't you don't say bye or anything like that? Yeah, nothing to close out the conversation. And here's the other thing. I, I, I'm like, why isn't she responding to me? I look down, and I'm still on the phone with her, but she's on the other line. Ah, she clicked over. And I was like, do you just not have any sort of phone? I was like, Presley, what are you doing? Oh, mom was on the other line. Well, then you say to somebody, hang on. Mom's on the other line. Mm-hmm. It's it's as if because they only text or whatever, they don't have like the common courtesy to say bye, huh? That's kind of interesting. Or the common courtesy to say, "Hey, someone's on the other line. Can you hold on a smidge, please? Hold. Yeah, here's some music." So I'm just I I, I got a little hot. I got a little angry because I'm sitting there just talking to myself, and I'm like, okay, well, how much did you miss? Like, when did you click over? Because I it's not like the old days where you heard a and then you knew someone wasn't there anymore. Right. Now they're just gone. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Presley, what of the information that I was trying to give you did you actually get? Huh? I was like, all right, forget it. I'll t- we'll talk when I get home face to face. So you didn't hang up on her? No, I didn't. Ha- I don't know. I would never hang up on my daughter. Why not? I don't know. I don't want to send that. I don't want to start set the precedent. Honest to God, I love, love hanging up on people. <laughs> it is one of the true joys I have in life because honestly, I will not waste my time with someone who's going to try to waste my time. You know what I'm saying? Right. Time is valuable. Maybe that's what my daughter was thinking. Dad, you're wasting my time. Story sucks. Boom. I'm, I'm out of here. Gone. <laughs> and I do wish that there was more of a punctuation to hanging up on someone. I wish the phone would at least went Doop, or something like that when someone hung up on you because mm-hmm. I'm sitting there talking to nobody. That's, a, that's, that's Look, not right. Looking like a fool. Now, I will tell you this. My brother and I, for a long time there, had a war going of hanging up on each other. All right. Now, it would be for no reason. Just if, if my brother says something that irritates me, boom. whether it's about raising my children, football, whatever, boom. <laughs> and at one point in time, I was, I was hanging up on him left and right. right? Ju- justice needs to be swift. Like as soon as he would call, I'd, I'd hit the green button, go to hell, boom, hang up. <laughs> That's all he'd get. And what, like I kept hanging up on him, and he finally texted me. He's like, dude, can you please pick up the phone? I have something serious. And yeah. I was like, oh, man. Uh oh, Some, something's wrong bad. with our parents. Yeah, instantly I saw. Oh my gosh, something's terrible. Yeah. So, boom.
boom, call him right back. He's like, ha, go to hell. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great. <laughs> and I just sat there with phone in my hand. I was like, ooh, hey, I feel good that you know, maybe no one is actually dead or, all right. That was a sweet burn. And then, so then ball's in his court, you yeah. know? <laughs> so I'm telling you, hanging up, especially if you, maybe it's a number you don't know and like your f- cell phone doesn't say like potential spam yeah. and you pick up and I get that three seconds of silence. Yeah. I'll wait till this, the first person's like, oh, uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Can I please speak to Mr. Boom. <laughs> it's all loud. Gone. It's Hang all on. loud in the background all the time. Dude. Hey, Chris has a good text here. My son is 17. Every time I call him, he never says hello when he answers the phone. He just says, what do you want me to do? Good. Let's get straight to business. <laughs> that sounds like a kid who's going places, man. I got a list of chores here for you. Ain't got no time for hellos. Mm-hmm. First time texter, Ramsey checking in from Way Park. Nothing about the texter saying good morning. Just oh. wanted to make sure we got that. Okay. Wood, you do like to hang up on people from Jack. That's why I'm not in charge of the phones in this room. Kelly is in charge of the phones in this room. Yes. Because I would be swift. Yeah, justice would be too sweet. And then we'd miss out on how much content because exactly. you'd just be hanging up on people who maybe have a good story to tell us. Especially like when we don't have the mics on. We're just sitting here going, hello? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> hey, look at Monica here. Almost 18-year-old son only talks to me through Snapchat unless I don't answer right away. Then it's Facebook and a text. I, I saw it. It is. It, they have so many other ways of communicating right now. Actually speaking to someone on the phone is antiquated. Doesn't work for them anymore. I enjoy like, if I have a question about a customer service or things like that, I prefer the phone. Oh, I, yeah, absolutely. Versus email and all that. Phone, I can get an answer right away. Because how many times have you been chatting with customer service, and then you realize it's a bot? And yeah. you're like, well, dang it. Press A if this was helpful. Yeah. Like, Wait a second. But yesterday, for instance, my two packages showed up at my doorstep yesterday. Mm-hmm. My wife opened one, and it was like a milled truck part. That it certainly ain't for you. My I wife texted you that. Did you order something for your trunk? No. So I, being the good person I am, start calling all around. You were on. You were in the studio yesterday when I had this person on speakerphone. Yeah, totally I, rude. Dude could not have been more rude. I'm trying to return your car part, dude. Yeah. Like you sent it to the wrong. Place. I was actually shocked at how calm you stayed. I I really was because I was like, man, what's about to lose it on this dude? Like you're trying to help him out and he's treating you like dirt. He was one more short answer away from. Boom. <laughs> and then me texting my wife saying, throw it in the trash. I actually called the customer that they were sending their parts to, and right. they were great. Well, yeah, it's because they were from the Midwest. Right. You were talking to somebody from God knows where. Yeah. I think Ohio, right? Yeah, which, again, irritates me. Things are tough in the Rust Belt. Those are my people. Uh, should we do history? Come on. I have no idea what we even just talked about. The daughter hanging up on you. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And me Being needing a, a new look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, no, you're right. I'm proud of being a dad. Best thing I, there is. I wear it with honor, my mm-hmm. friend. Uh, on this day, Wood, all the way back in 1868. Helium uh, is traditionally and is currently almost entirely a byproduct of getting natural gas out of the ground. Did you know that, by the way? I had no idea how we got helium. And no. I saw that this, I read, I heard that this morning. I was like, well, that blows my mind. But anyway, on this day in 1868, helium is discovered by French astronomer Pierre Janssen. All right. That's pretty cool, though. And there is no helium shortage, they say now. Well, there was for a while there, but there's no helium shortage now. Well, like during COVID, right? Like, yeah. People weren't being able to like do balloons because happiness yeah. was outlawed. Yep. So, all right. Well, that's good to know. It, yeah. We're, we're back in business when it comes to helium. And everyone's done it, right? The, you, know, you take a big pull. Yeah. I, it's funny when I was trying to find a sound clip to play this morning. I guess Jimmy Fallon used to do like 
celebrities come on, inhale helium, and do the interview. And he had Morgan Freeman on there. Ooh. It was hilarious, man. What a great idea. And then every single morning show in the country for a while there did helium karaoke. Yeah. I can tell you, though, for the first when the first time I did it, I was like at like some wedding or something. Yeah. yeah hey, Jay, take a hit of this. Yeah. I was like lightheaded for like 45 minutes. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Blast off, bro. This is gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why'd your kid over there in the corner talking to himself? <laughs> uh, Wood, it was on this day in 1920. I am woman, hear me roar, and numbers too big to ignore, and I know too much to go back to pretend. The 19th Amendment to the Constitution was ratified, giving all women the right to vote. I think just over 100 years. That was 100 years ago. Isn't that crazy? That seems like that's something that should have happened in the 1700s. How far we have come as a country. My gosh. Mm. And it was on this day, Wood, in 1977. There will be peace and a valley for me. By the way, when I die, play this at my funeral. Okay. Before you guys dance on my grave, play this at my funeral, please. All seven of us? Yeah. Let's look around, guys. Seven? What are you bringing? Six guests? <laughs> well, somebody else got to help me lower this thing. <laughs> Can't just shove it in. Uh, just kick me in the river. Anyway, I love that song. Anyway, Elvis Presley's funeral is held at Graceland. 75,000 fans stood outside. 150 guests were let inside. Isn't that crazy? Man. Uh, all right, let's do some birthdays. Let's pick it up here a little bit. Turn it around. Celebrating a birthday today. Drinking Santana champ because it's so crispy. I got my swim trucks and my flipping floppies. I'm flipping burgers. You at King go straight flipping cabbage. Andy Samberg. It's his birthday today. I actually do enjoy Andy Samberg. I had no idea he was this old. I thought the dude like had just maybe turned 30. He's like Michael Sarah. They both look 19 years old. <laughs> right. But they have grown up, obviously. And I... Have you ever watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Yes. A lot of people tell me it's super funny. It is funny. I, it's not one of those shows that's in regular rotation for me, but I do enjoy it. I'll have to maybe give it a try. But Andy Samberg, he's got to be like 42? Oh, you're close, but even you're... I thought he was like 31. I actually, I was going high. He's 45. Dang. Dude looks amazing for 45. How? How? Uh, good living, brother. Moisturize. You got to moisturize. Yes, so. Uh, also celebrating a birthday today. You keep me on the payroll as an outside consultant. And in exchange for my salary, my job will be never to tell people these things that I know. Apparently one of the biggest a-holes in Hollywood, Edward Norton. It's his no. birthday. Yeah, everyone says he's just not fun to be around. Don't tell me that. Sorry, man. I thought you made me knew that already. I had no clue. Because I love the movie Rounders. Oh, yeah. Round- American History X is a phenomenal movie. Fight Club is great. He's in one with Ben uh, Ben Stiller where they're, they play. he plays a pastor, which is a great movie. I forget what it's called. Really? God Squad or something like that. I just hit his character as Worm in Rounders is one of just the great scuzzball characters there is. Do you know how old he is today? Forty-five. Uh no, dude, come on, man. I'm all for Clemp. You, you are. He's fifty-four. Oh, that's if that dude was forty-five, he'd be like, man, he was successful at three. Well, hey. You also, never know with Hollywood. Celebrating a birthday today was maybe one of the biggest comics of the late 90s. Send your parents out of the room. This is a kid's song. Life's gonna suck when you grow up, when you grow up, when you grow up. Life's gonna suck when you grow up. It sucks pretty bad right now. Dennis Leary, it's his birthday today. I, and honestly, his 
His acting in Rescue Me was oh, phenomenal. Yeah. He's a great actor, man. Hilar- he was a hilarious comedian back in the day. You know, he had like a good shtick. Like he played the irritated, yeah. you know, chain smoking guy. Now, did he do comedy before he did acting, or was he acting and then got into comedy? I'm not sure. Like he was huge on MTV in the '90s, so I don't really 100 percent know. But he's got, he's up there. He's got to be like 65. Ah, finally. All right. He's the ripe old age of 66 today. Come on now. And of course, if it's your birthday today, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well.